Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, welcome back to Nintendo Switchcraft. We just had a Nintendo Direct. I did a live stream uh, where I reacted to the Nintendo Direct. If you want to check that out, head on over to my YouTube channel, which is NerdNest. So just open up your YouTube app, type in NerdNest, hit subscribe, all that stuff, and you can watch my reaction to what is probably going to be one of the most divisive Nintendo Directs ever, ever, Um. I think that there's a lot of people who hate what was shown and a lot of people who love what was shown, and there's not a lot of people in between. And uh, there's also a lot of people like me, I think, who are just completely flabbergasted by what we saw that they they don't know how they feel. And that's that's kind of where I landed. So before we get to the video games of the Nintendo Direct, um, <laughs> I got to talk about the movie. The, the Super Mario movie. So Mr. Koizumi uh, is, he's he's in doing the direct and, and, you know, giving a spiel. And then Mr. Miyamoto pops out on the right side of the screen. He's like, hey, I want to talk about movies. And Mr. Koizumi says, of course, let's hear it. And uh, Mr. Miyamoto says, all right, well, the release date for the Mario movie, which is coming from... Imagination Entertainment? That's not that's not the right thing. Imagineering Entertainment? It doesn't matter. It's the same company that makes uh, like the Despicable Me stuff. Uh, he says that that movie is going to come out uh, next Christmas. Actually, uh, December 21st next year in the United States. And then they'll talk about the other dates for other locations later. Which, first off, let me just say... Just release the movie worldwide. Don't do a staggered release. It's always I don't understand why you you would do a staggered release. It just makes it harder for people to avoid spoilers when they are when it's something that's in the zeitgeist. Uh, but anyway, that's not really what what we're here to talk about. <laughs> then he mentioned the cast, and I have to say, I don't know that I've ever been this surprised, confused, and bewildered all at the same time by something as I was with the announcement of Chris Pratt as Mario. Now, I know that there's a lot of people out there who don't like Chris Pratt because of his politics. And, you know, he and I don't really agree on politics either. But I like all of his work. Like, I think he's great in uh, Parks and Rec. I thought he was really, really good in the Marvel movies he makes the Jurassic Park movies fun to watch as well. Uh, even though, you know, none of these are like the, 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 the Jurassic Park movies are not like the greatest movies ever. Um, you know, he did a good job in the Lego movie as Lego guy. I don't know what his name is. Uh, I think that he does good work. I think he's a good actor. And overall, I like Chris Pratt as an actor. When they said that he was going to be playing Mario, I was like, that's terrible. That's absolutely horrible casting. And then they announced the rest of the cast, which includes um, 
the woman from Queen's Gambit, who I don't know who she is. Like, I had zero reaction to her playing as Peach because I'd never seen Queen's Gambit, and I've never seen her in anything else. So I've heard nothing but good things about her. Uh, Anya Taylor something. I forget her last name. Uh, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about her, but I had zero reaction. And then they said Jack Black as Bowser. And it was at that moment that I started to see that my personal thoughts about what kind of movie we were going to see with the Mario movie started to change. Because originally I was completely uninterested in watching a Mario movie. Nothing against Charles Martinet, but I don't want to sit there and watch Mario walk around and go Yahoo, Wahoo over and over for an hour and a half. That's uninteresting to me. So I'm fine with Mario talking, and I'm fine with it being Chris Pratt if he's supported by a good cast. And they got Jack Black as Bowser. They've got Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. They've got, um, who's playing Luigi? Charlie Day is playing Luigi. Like, this is a really, really high-caliber comedy cast. And I always knew that it was going to be like, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be a drama. You know, but I didn't know what kind of movie it was going to be. And now that I see the cast, I can understand the kind of movie that they're going for. So I think that I'm more, I left that moment more excited for the Mario movie than I was before, if that makes sense. All right, let's move on and talk about video games because otherwise we can sit here and talk all day about the ridiculousness that is. Like, I have to admit, for probably five minutes during the direct, after the announcement of the cast, I don't think I listened to anything. I just sat there wondering what the hell was happening in my life, because that is so weird. All right, moving on to video games. Obviously, I'm not going to go through everything that was announced, because otherwise you could just watch the damn direct, you know? Uh, let's talk about what was announced and... and uh, but I'm going to go lightning around through some stuff, and then we'll stop when we get to Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, Splatoon 3 is coming next year. Cool. We saw some new stuff with that with, like, a big robot and, I don't know, turning into ink and being able to, like, pull yourself towards stuff, like a grappling hook almost, which was interesting. I've said a few times that I don't know how I feel about Splatoon 3. The The gameplay needs to be differentiated from Splatoon 2 quite a bit, in order for me to feel like it shouldn't just be DLC for Splatoon 2. Um, Then there's uh, Monster Hunter Rise DLC. There's uh, free DLC. Well, the Monster Hunter Rise stuff comes out next year. Uh, Free DLC for Mario Golf, which is cool. Um, We've got a new Square Enix game called Voice of Cards. There's Dragon Roars, Chocobo GP, and Triangle Strategy. Lots of Square Enix stuff. I will say... Uh, super hyped for Triangle Strategy. Chocobo GP, no thanks. I'll just play Mario Kart. I'm not interested in that. Uh, And then we've got some remakes uh, or some nostalgic stuff with ActRaiser Renaissance, which is a remake of ActRaiser. My co-host on my YouTube channel, Lloyd, uh, he did a first look of ActRaiser and a lot of people, it's probably our 
our most watched Nintendo video on our channel so far. So uh, he he did like a, a first, like I think it was like an hour gameplay of it. Uh, check that out over on our YouTube channel, nerdnest.tv. Uh, we've got the Shadowrun Trilogy and then the Castlevania Advance Collection uh, all coming to Nintendo Switch as well. And then they mentioned this, which I thought was, or they showed off Kirby and the Forgotten Land. I think that this looks really good, but I'm not going to buy it. Um, back in the day, one of my favorite podcasts was the Totally Rad Show. It was with Jeff Kanata, Alex Albrecht, and Dan Trachtenberg. And uh, at some point in the last year, I actually was able to get Jeff Kanata to come on uh, one of my podcasts, 143 Pixels, and we talked about one of his favorite games of all time, Ultima 7, which was awesome to have Jeff on my show as, for me, he was one of the people that inspired me to really try my hand at podcasting. Uh, so it was awesome to have him on the show. Well, on his show, the Totally Rad Show, back in the day, uh, he was talking about how much he loved Kirby's Epic Yarn. And so I went out and I bought Kirby's Epic Yarn for the Wii, and I really didn't like that game. Not, I didn't think it was a bad game. I just thought it was a boring game. I was bored. And every Kirby game that I've ever played, I've been bored with it. They They never hold my attention. And that's fine. Not every game has to be for me. This one looks really, really good. It's the first 3D Kirby game, as far as I know. And um, for fans of Kirby, I think that this is going to be a big hit. For people like me who just don't care about the Kirby franchise, I think that this is a hard pass. So there you go. Um, then they talked about what is... I mean... <laughs> Casting, <laughs> the casting of the Mario movie, pretty decisive. This next part is going to be one of the most decisive things I think Nintendo has ever done, and that is the expansion of Nintendo Switch Online. So if you just got your Nintendo Switch for the first time and you're like, well, I don't know anything about uh, Nintendo Switch Online, what is this? Up until the Nintendo Switch, if you wanted to play games online with Nintendo... It didn't cost anything. With the Nintendo Switch, they had they said, okay, well, we're going to follow what Microsoft and Sony are doing, and if you want to play games online, you got to pay for uh, the access to that. So if you buy a multiplayer game like Mario Kart and you don't subscribe to Nintendo Switch Online, you can't play that game online. Uh, a lot of people were unhappy with that, and Nintendo justified it by saying, well, it's only $20 for a year, which is a third of the cost of the other platforms. And if you do a family plan, it's $35 a year, which is a really, really good deal, uh, I think. And it's definitely worth the money, especially because it gets you access to games like Tetris 99 and Pac-Man 99, etc. In order to sweeten the pot, Nintendo put out old NES games that you could play online with, with other people, and then they brought in Super Nintendo games. Well, now they're bringing N64 games, but they said it's going to be an additional cost. Now, they haven't said what that additional cost is, and here's what I think they're doing. They say, okay, we're going to bring this out, and we'll tell you about the price later, and then they just sit and they watch. They watch what people react with. They watch with the predictions that people make for prices. 
And that's when they make their decision. They don't know how much it's going to cost yet, I don't think, because they want to see how much they can get away with. And that's just good business. I don't like it, but it's good business. Uh, so let's talk about, first off, what games are you going to be playing on on day one when this does come out? We don't know when it comes out yet. You're going to be playing Super Mario 64, which, to be fair, you can already play on the Nintendo Switch. Now you can start to see the reason why Super Mario 64 was uh, a timed thing. So for those of you that don't know, last year was like the year of Mario. It was like the Mario's 35th anniversary, maybe 30th. I can't remember. It was an anniversary for Mario, a big one. And so they brought out Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy as like a triple pack. And that game was available up until this year, uh, the end of March. And then the game disappeared. You cannot buy it anymore. You can't even buy it physically unless somebody like traded it in at GameStop or something. Now I can see why they did that because now you can get Mario 64. But then again, at the same time, you can't play Super Mario Sunshine through this service. You can't play Super Mario Galaxy through this service. So I still don't like that they did that time-limited nonsense. Uh, But Super Mario 64 is one of the N64 games that's coming. Zelda Ocarina of Time, Mario 64, Star Fox 64, Sin and Punishment, Dr. Mario 64, Mario Tennis 64, Win Back, and Yoshi's Story. Those are the N64 games that are coming when this launches. And then I think I yelled out, what? When they announced this, they're also bringing Sega Genesis games to this new tier of Nintendo Switch Online. The Sega Genesis games that are coming are Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage 2, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha, uh, Fantasy Star 4, Rystar, Shining Force, love that game, Shinobi 3, also love that game, and Strider. Those are some really, really good games. Uh, And those are going to be included in the subscription. So I think that's a pretty good lineup of games. And then they said, we've we've got more games coming, including Banjo-Kazooie, which if you don't know, if you haven't been keeping track, that's a game that was made by Rare, which was purchased by Microsoft. So Microsoft owns the rights to Banjo-Kazooie, and Nintendo was able to get Banjo-Kazooie back onto a Nintendo platform, which is awesome. Pokemon Snap, Majora's Mask, Kirby 64... Mario Golf, Paper Mario, and F-Zero X, and then they said, with more to come. That's a really, really good lineup of games. Now, remember that the ones that I listed after Banjo-Kazooie, those are all coming later. But the launch lineup, I think, is pretty good. So how much does Nintendo charge for this? Well, if you're in the U.S., it currently costs $20 a year for Nintendo Switch Online. I think that they increased the price by $10 a year. So now up to $30. It's still half the price of uh, Xbox Gold or PSN. It's still half the price of that. Unless, of course, you get it like uh, you get one of those deals that, that are always happening for Xbox Live and PSN. Half the price. So then what do they do the family plan for? After the, after the stream 
my my live stream, I hopped on Twitter and I did a Twitter Spaces chat, and some people came by and we kind of talked about the pricing. And I can't remember who said this, but somebody said this, and it was really interesting. They said the current pricing of thirty five dollars is five dollars cheaper than the price of buying two of the solo plans for Nintendo Switch Online. So therefore, if the price goes up to, say, $30 a year, then two of those would be $60 a year. So for the family plan, they have to come in lower than $60 a year based on that initial price if they want to make it still worth people subscribing to it that way. So my guess is that they're going to go with $30 a year for the solo plan, $55 a year for the um, family plan. And I'm very curious what you all think is the price that they will land at. Not what is the price that they should land at. What is the the price of the family plan that we're going to pay? Now, what do you think it should be? What do you think it will be? Tweet at me. I'm at Run Jump Stomp. I want to hear your thoughts on this, and I'll talk about it on a future episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Okay. Along with this, they're also uh, giving Nintendo Switch Online members the ability to pre-order two new controllers, an N64 controller and a Sega Genesis controller. The Sega Genesis controller is the three-button controller, not the six-button controller. And I look through these games, and I... I could be wrong, but I don't think any of the games for Sega Genesis are six-button games. I think all of these games are fine with three buttons. If there's one that I haven't played, like, let me know if there's one of these that I haven't played that is a six-button game. Uh, Let me know if that's the case. Because I have the Sega Genesis Mini console, and that came with the three-button controllers. And some of the games on there, like, were Street, I think it was Street Fighter 2 was on there which is absolutely a six-button game. It was ridiculous that it came with a three-button controller. So uh, if any of those games that I listed from the Sega Genesis games lineup are six-button games, let me know. Uh, you can buy uh, those two controllers, and I think they're 50 bucks a piece. I know that there's some people who think that that's too much. I think it might be a little high. I, I would have been happier with 40 um, but, you know, I'd be happier with free. You know, <laughs> Uh, but I think 50 is probably okay, uh, especially for the N64 controller. The Sega Genesis controller, um, that one should be a little, a lot less, I think. Uh, anyway, moving on, uh, they also uh, talked about Bayonetta 3. They have a new, a, a new trailer for this. I'm not somebody who's ever played a Bayonetta game. I don't care about Bayonetta games. What I saw made me think, oh, if you're a fan of Bayonetta, you probably are going to like this. It comes out next year. It's been three years since they mentioned Bayonetta 3, so it's it's about damn time. Um, Dying Light 2 Stay Human, a cloud version of the game, is coming to the Nintendo Switch. That's interesting. comes out on October 19th. Deltarune Chapter 2 uh, is already out, so you can do that. Animal Crossing... They did a little update. They showed us a door. I don't really know what it is. They just said, hey, there's more There's more info coming in a New Horizons Direct coming in, coming in October. So sometime in October, we're going to have an Animal Crossing Direct. 
I got 200 hours in Animal Crossing. I adore that game. I don't know if they can pull me back into more of that game. I just don't see it. I don't see it happening for me. But for the people, there's still people that are playing that game every single day. Uh, So, you know, there you go. There you have it, as it were. Uh, They also showed off um, Shin Megami Tensei, which comes out on November 12th. I'm excited for that as, as having never played a Shin Megami Tensei game. Definitely something that I'm looking forward to. Overall, I mean, look, there's a ton of other stuff in here that that they that they showed off, but that's the big stuff. That's the stuff that really got my attention. Um, what do you all think? Do you think that this was a good direct? I thought it was a good direct, not a great direct. I, I enjoyed myself. Um, the casting of the movie threw me for a loop. Absolutely threw, threw me for a loop. Um, the N64 stuff, the, the, well, the Sega stuff surprised me. The N64 stuff, I'm excited for that. And I, I'm probably going to subscribe. I, I'm very curious as to see how much it's going to cost. Oh, I almost forgot. They did say that we're going to get a, a direct from, uh, Mr. Sakurai about the final, uh, smash character. Yeah, for the DLC for for the final um, character that's being added to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, I'm very curious who you think it's going to be. It's got to be somebody big. It's the final character. If it's not like jaw dropping, it's it's going to be disappointing. <laughs> uh, so I, I hope it's somebody really really awesome that nobody is guessing. I, that's tough to do, uh, but I think that uh, I think if anybody can pull off. A big surprise. Nintendo has proven that they have the ability to do that. All right. Thank you all for listening to my my quick recap of the Nintendo Direct from yesterday. I thought it was really, really cool. I know. I said yesterday. And if you're listening to this on Monday, then I apologize. That's because uh, it comes out early for patrons over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. You can get early access uh, by joining the early access club or... You can get rid of all of the ads in the show by joining the Buck a Month Club. That's it. For a buck a month, you can get rid of all the ads. Again, that URL is patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. The last thing that I'll say before I get out of here is that you ha- you should definitely check out the YouTube channel. Nerdnest.tv is the URL you want to type in when you get there. Subscribe. Hit all the buttons on YouTube and uh, hope to see you over there. Thank you very much. We put out a lot of content over there, uh, and I think that you all will enjoy it. Uh, thanks for listening. I will see you next time. It looks like we got a lot to cover. <laughs> we got a lot to cover in November or October. Bye, everybody. Now you're playing with power.